Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, mate. Good morning. How do you like my background today? Huh? Huh? My background today is really good. Can't beat this background, isn't she? Wait, remember Stevie Wonder had a song about his. Isn't she lovely? Hallelujah. Heaven sent. Give me a kiss. Good morning. Hallelujah. Hey, listen. Thank you for joining this morning. All one of you. <laughs> You're the only one that's on right now. Oh, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. I know them. Oh, there's another one. My mother's on now. So my mother and my wife. Oh, the faithful ones. There'll be more coming on. There'll sure. be more coming on. And I know it. And I know it. And I know it. Good morning. Good morning. So listen, <clears throat> those of you that are on now, for those of you who are on now, Thank you for joining, getting up early. And for those of you that come later, thank you for watching. And for those of you who listen to the podcast, thank you for listening. We love you guys. We thank you for all you do. You know, your encouraging words, your, 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 your letters, your cards, your gifts, your financial offerings. It's just, you're amazing, right? Amen. Amen and amen. <clears throat> so I hope you guys have been enjoying this uh, series of messages from the encounting of the angels and the shepherds. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't even scratched the surface. I really haven't scratched the surface. You know, the Lord woke me up early this morning and I had a good hour and a half time with him just diving deeper into it. And I never ever knew the prophetic importance, the prophetic importance of the message that the shepherds received and what it meant, meant for us. The type of shepherds they were, paschal shepherds in Bethlehem, raising sheep for, for the sacrifice. All the meaning behind that swaddling clothes, cloths. And the fact that the word clothes is all throughout the Bible, but not that word that's used by Luke. And I, I'm going to touch on a couple of more things today, but I'm going to be continuing this next week. There's just so much. And it just overjoys me to know, you know, uh, how glorious our gospel is, how wonderful our gospel is. And, you know, I never realized, do you know God, the gospel of Luke? Luke was not an eyewitness to these things. You know? Who was an eyewitness to what happened to the shepherds in the field watching their flock by night? There were no eyewitness accounts. I totally, totally believe because of Paul and Luke's connection, the eyewitness account came from Paul. Paul's eyewitness account came from Jesus. Paul tells us he learned his gospel right from Jesus. For three years. That's more than that. There is so much influence by Paul in Luke 
I've never, I've never understood it, but you know, like I do now. The amazing gospel of Luke and its grace. There's so much influence on John by the apostle Paul. This is why I spend 95, 90% of my time, most of my time in Paul's epistles. Paul received the revelation like no other. Like no other. They learned from him. John learned from him when he was at Ephesus all those years. I want to give you an example, all right? We're going to have a little bit of fun today, okay? I'm going to give you an example, all right? Here's a little example of Paul's influence on John. And then we're going to go back to Luke. Paul's influence on John. Listen listen to this portion of scripture from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, okay? This is Paul's influence and this is how beautiful, this. we always thought John chapter 1 is just beautiful. And it is. Look what it says. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And of his fullness we have all received grace for grace. The law was given by Moses, but grace and truth by Jesus Christ. How beautiful, beautiful is that? Definitely. Well, guess what? John spent a lot of time underneath Paul's teaching, especially at Ephesus. John wrote his gospel at least a couple of decades after Paul wrote his epistles. Now listen to Paul. Listen to Paul from Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 and 17. And if you tell me that this doesn't sound familiar. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 and 17. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are on earth visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things and by him all things consist. You tell me that doesn't remind you of the gospel of John. Now, here we go with Luke. This this is just and then we're going to go into today's message. Well, this is part of it. I'm going to throw out some verses to you. I'm going to do it slow because my mother-in-law is going to say, Leonard, go slow. I'm writing these down. Romans chapter 1, verse 7. Romans chapter 16, verse 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3. Wow. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2. Galatians chapter 1, verse 3. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 2. Philippians chapter 1, verse 2. Colossians chapter 1, verse 2. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 2. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 2. 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 2. Titus, chapter 1, verse 4. And Philemon, chapter 1, verse 3. 
So whatever you're going to read is will be definitely you're going to see the connection. Over right, and over. right, right, okay. right, 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 right. Proof. Fourteen times now. Lori and I, right? We like to watch movies from the Great American Family Channel, mm-hmm. right? Hallmark Channel, the the good ones, the good ones. And we know you you know the different brandings that pay that pay advertising fees to Hallmark because you can see it all the time. And Folgers Coffee, you always see in the background Folgers, Folgers, and you know Folgers by the brand, by the brand, right? What's the other one? Levi's. Levi's. You know, every every male and every female, you know, you see them from the backside, you see the Levi branding on the pockets. The branding, the branding, the branding. You know what the word branding means. You know, you know how important branding is. Well, Paul branded his gospel. He put that that Pauline brand on them. Like like when we brand, like when when sh- when cattle owners brand their 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 cows. This is mine. Well, Paul said, "This is mine." Now you know why Paul. Said, this is my gospel, my gospel. And if anybody preaches another one, let him be accursed. If an angel preaches another one, let him be accursed. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power. This was and so Paul's branding his gospel, and you know what his gospel was branded branded with. You, you watch all those verses, the two words, grace and peace. Grace and peace. His gospel was branded with the words grace and peace to distinguish the message of the revelation of the finished work of Christ yeah. from the law of Moses. Religion wants to keep us in the law of Moses. Religious wants to keep us still zealous mm. For the law of Moses. But Paul's brand was grace and peace. Grace and peace. The message of the revelation of the finished work of Christ from the law of Moses. Grace versus the reward of the do-it-yourself system. Peace. Peace with God. Because we are righteous. We are righteous. Peace with God. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, being made righteous, we are at peace with God through faith in Jesus Christ. Peace versus striving with guilt and condemnation. So now, we see the branding of Paul all throughout Luke's writings. And the words we're going to look at today that talk about that branding are the words that you find from Luke chapter 2. And I have it. Let's see. Let's read it all together again. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, them, and they were so afraid. Lori, do you know why they were so afraid? Big phenomenon going on. Most people don't know why they were so afraid. 400 years of silence. Mm. Do you know that the nation of Israel 
They were all expecting because of 400 years of silence from Yahweh. They were expecting that the next message from him would be a message of wrath. For certainly he was angry because he did not speak for over 400 years. But yet now here he comes. And it's not a message of anger or vengeance. It's a message of glorious grace and peace. The law came by Moses. Grace and peace was ushered in by Jesus Christ. And lo, the angels of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were so afraid. And the, and the angel said unto them, Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. We're bringing you, and we talked about this, good tidings of great joy. Good tidings of great joy. Good tidings of great joy. This is the message and the only message of the gospel of grace that will transform people, people's lives. You want to keep people in sin? Keep preaching the, preaching the law of Moses. You want to get them freed from sin? Preach, preach the grace, the good tidings of joy that come from the gospel of grace in Jesus Christ. We are not, sin has no more dominion over us because we're not under the law anymore. We're under grace. It's beautiful, beautiful. Fear not. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you this day is born in the city of David a Savior, Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Beautiful words that people don't know the full meanings of. And this shall be a sign unto you, a sign unto you. Oh my goodness, we're going to talk about a sign unto you tomorrow. It's, it's amazing what that word means. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. We talked about the significance of that. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, here we go, glory to God in the highest. Here's Paul's brand. Here's Paul's brand. Grace and peace. Here's Paul's brand. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward man. Goodwill and peace. We talked about that yesterday. Goodwill toward men and peace. Paul's branding. And that word peace, again, we have to talk about it again. It means to join together. Mm. To join together. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. Peace, joined to the Lord. By implication, prosperity, oneness. Jesus, again, is ushering in peace and oneness. Becoming as a man, becoming as one of us, so that through born again, the rebirth, new creation, we can be one like him. And that word peace 
talks about a dovetail joint. I didn't know this, but if, if you look at your drawer, a drawer of any desk or any, any dresser, and you pull it out, you will see where the side meets the back, a dovetail joint that you can't pull apart. That's the significance of the dovetail, dovetail joint. It doesn't, need, it doesn't need fasteners. It doesn't need staples. It doesn't need screws. It doesn't need, it doesn't need finishing nails. Its strength is in its design. Our strength is in our design. The fact that we've been designed to be in the exact image and likeness of Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 8, verse 29, whom God foreknew, he determined that we they would be conformed into the exact image and duplicate, duplicate copy of his firstborn son, Jesus Christ. Right? Awesome. He called us, he justified us, and he glorified us. This is amazing, this word, this ushering in, this prophetic word that was given to the angels that they then spread to Mary and Joseph and then to the world. And then to the world. And then to the world. Now listen, this dovetail joint, right, requires zero mechanical fasteners, right? Finger-like joints between two pieces of wood enable a tight, strong, and long-lasting fit. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness. Jesus came to bring peace on earth that would ensure that union and that joining and that image and likeness once again, that's whose image and likeness you mirror. Mm. Don't let religion talk you into you being a sinner just saved by grace. You will find that nowhere in Paul's epistles. You will find all have, but you will never find all are. Peace. Goodwill, mm. grace, unmerited favor, goodwill, right? Goodwill, kindness, good pleasure, goodness. This is what Jesus Christ came to bring. For the law came by Moses. Grace, truth came by Jesus Christ. Now, we're going to look at this one more word today. One more thing, one more thing. And it says in verse 15, And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us which the Lord has made known unto us. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, we just read that and we have no idea. Made known to us, that phrase, that word, the wording in the Greek is noritso. 
Noritzo. And it means, this is what it means. So the angels are saying, let us go. Let us go. Let us go and tell them. Mary, Joseph, everyone else, let us go and tell them what the Lord has prophetically revealed to us. The word means make known. Let us go tell what God has made known to us. Let us go tell what God has certified to us. Let us go tell what God has declared to us. Let us go tell what God has given us to understand. Let us go tell others what has not been clearly expressed to them, but it has been to us. Let us go proclaim our understanding now of the prophetic word which has been spoken. This message that they received that talks about good news, glad tidings, joy for all people, Christ, Savior, Lord, peace, signs, swaddling clothes. Make no mistake about it. This is the gospel, the gospel of grace and peace and joy and love and goodness. It was given to them. They received it. And they went and told Joseph and Mary about the Lamb of God who would take away the sins of the world. And it says of Mary, she held these things in her heart. And she came into the full understanding and realization when she was at the cross and she seen her son being crucified. He who knew no sin becoming sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. The prophetic message given to the angels and then spread to Mary and Joseph and then given to the world. Wow. You got any thoughts? I've never treasured Christmas so much. Have you ever heard this stuff? No. This is awesome. It's all been right there. I believe that the Lord has given it to us because we have grace filters in place. Much of the church does not have grace filters in place. They have mixture filters in place. They have law and grace in place. But let us not forget Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 8 through 10 where Jesus said, Lo, it is written in the volume of the book. I came to do away with that first, to bring in the second. We have grace filters. And when you have grace filters, you will find more and more and more and more of the beauty of God's gospel message of grace. The true message that truly transforms lives and makes us victorious in this earth walk. This is Pastor Lenny and Pastor Lori. We love you. And God loves you. And we'll finish up this week tomorrow 
We'll be broadcasting from the road as we have a 9.30 appointment. So we'll be at 9 o'clock broadcasting live from the truck and maybe from snowfall. We love you. See you tomorrow.